Can I have some space? Thank you. She didn't mind my business because she wants her boyfriend back. It makes too much noise. Um, what was I going to say? Um, just what you were talking about. Um, was it just going to finish saying? Um, it was fall equinox. Okay, so recently someone put me on to summer solstice and Ooh, okay. um, the importance of having the comedic fast during summer solstice. So I did it. Um, I remember because I remember when I texted you about and you was like oh I'm not going to be on my phone mm -hmm. and stuff like that it was hard I'm not going to lie it was hard because it's a complete relearning of yourself and disconnecting from everything um, similar to your ayahuasca experience with the preparation for it so it's like no drinking no smoking no sex but with the summer solstice fast there's no outside communication it's minimal talking which is why like I was like alright the best way for me to do this is to stay home or go outside at times where I know nobody's gonna be there. So like I would start my mornings off in the park and just lay there and do like grounding and walking around barefoot and stuff like that. Um, I'm gonna have to try the winter solstice because I didn't do that great for my summer solstice and that's okay. It's okay to admit to yourself when you cheated a little bit and didn't do as well as you should have or could have but that's all right because we're here now we're here now so you guys welcome back to another episode of i don't know either the podcast period don't ask me no questions about that web series it's coming all right so today I have joining me. Yes, I've been developing a web series. Like I have the scripts written because it's like a, it's a limited series I've been working on. It's scripted. It's very much about my life, and it's a direct reflection of the basis of the podcast. Of I don't know either. It's like it's a journey that we're all on, and it's okay to admit that you don't know what you're doing either. So let's figure it out together. Exactly. And today's episode, we're going to be talking about self-worth, how it's measured, 
how we define it for ourselves and the importance of remaining consistent in valuing yourself and teaching others about your value and the importance of your worth. What a lesson to learn. Mm-hmm. So today I have joining me Kaidi <laughs> and Sondler. He's a friend of the podcast, definitely not his first time here. I'm going to give them time to introduce themselves. So Sondler, take it away. And please don't forget to mention um, your art show. Okay. So my name is Song Alexandre. Uh, I'm located in Jacksonville, Florida. I'm here for my art show this weekend. It's from uh, September 6th uh, through the 8th. And uh, it's with a uh, fame worldwide. And so mostly my, my artwork contains uh, about abstract work and stuff like that. Basically stuff from my subconscious mind. So yeah, self-expression. And where can we buy your art online? Uh, you can buy my art on sonyelocksmith.com. And so that's S-O-N-Y-E locksmith.com. And also you can find me on Instagram at Sonye, S-O-N-Y, I mean S-O-N underscore Y-E. And the description um, box will have all the information in it. Do-do-do. Kaidi. Hello, hello. <laughs> I am Kaidi Superville. I am a singer, songwriter, artist. I say I'm an artist because everything I do is art. From how I dress, from my Instagram, from how I just carry myself, I am art. But yeah, uh, you can, I make music. You can find me on every (laughs) music platform there is. Oh, and I am also a very spiritual being as well and a, a big ass feminist. And when you hear my music, you will absolutely figure that out fire 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 (laughs) (laughs) thank you both for introducing yourselves let's get straight into the topic and i would love to start first off let me start by saying i'm happy to be back recording the podcast i spent too many months of this summer feeling disconnected and detached from not only myself but from those around me and sondler has been one of my friends who has had a huge impact in like my return and not forgetting to share my art and share what i am creating because you never know what can inspire the next person and how much you could even inspire yourself. And Sala and I have had many conversations just, you know, encouraging each other. Like, don't give up. Kaidi texted me, what was it, yesterday? yesterday? Saying, I had a dream about you. Like, and it was just right on time. And I'm just happy to be here. I'm very happy to be reconnected. And there are a lot of times where we're talking to our peers and we're saying, that's crazy. I was just thinking about that. I was just thinking about this. And it's because together we are connected to the universe. And that's why there are so many similarities. Nothing is a coincidence when you're intentional. Mm -hmm. And when you're intentional about setting up, I didn't want to say intentions again, but when you are intentional about setting your intentions and making your affirmations and remaining consistent in having a ritual and in having structure The universe will open up to you and will answer you. Whatever your higher power and your belief is, it will answer and open up to you. And even Sondler came in here today, if you care to share with us your experience, um, 
and just something came completely full circle for him. And it's just amazing how much pays off when we pay ourselves first with consistency. Even if you're failing consistency, you're going to learn a lesson which will eventually turn into success. So, Sam, would you like to share it? Uh, so, you know, well, let me see. I, the, so, the, like, my, I was supposed to be here Tuesday, but, you know, there's a hurricane coming to Florida, and um, I had some obstacles that I had to overcome. So, like, it was, like, 12 o'clock in the morning on Sunday, and I realized, you know, I needed to uh, schedule my flight, change my flight for, for New York. And so I was on the phone for about two hours with one operator, and then that person hanged up, and then I called it again, and uh, that person hanged up. And so on the third try, I was able to, you know, reschedule my flight for New York on Sunday at 6.30 p.m. But so that morning when I woke up, I had to, you know, get to Tires Plus and uh, fix my car situation because I had a flat tire the day before and stuff. So it seemed like every obstacle that had to come, it was pushing me back. Um, while well, I went to Fetish Kinko's, I realized that uh, they did not have the boxes that I needed for my artwork, so I needed about 10 boxes. And so I decided I was just, just going to quit and not fly out to New York for my show. But, you know, you know there's this saying that said, if there's a will, I mean, if there's a way, there's a will. Is that right? If there's a will, there's a way. Yeah, if there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> Or whatever, and uh, while walking out, I saw some boxes, and I decided to use some ingenuity and uh, put my box, my artwork between the boxes. Um, as I got to the airport, you know, the airport was going to charge me about eight hundred dollars to, you know, fly with my artwork to New York. But like, like we always say, you know, I mean, you just got to make things possible. And so what I did, I decided to, you know, use some ingenuity again and put my artwork. Um, you know, stack them together and, and tape them and put them in some garbage bags and put them on the plane. And instead of paying $800, I, I end up paying about 70 bucks. So the thing is, it's just like, no matter your situation, you got to train your energy. You know, no matter the obstacle, you have to train your energy uh, for the, the best outcome because you never know. Because, like, you know, the universe is always watching and always listening. And it knows your desire. It knows what you want. You know, when something's for you, some, somehow, some way, something's somebody's gonna make it happen for you. You know, you're always one person away from reaching that goal and from overcoming that obstacle. It's just that you know you have to have that that belief in yourself and that trust. You know, have that faith. You know, if so, it's, it's like a higher power. You know, you know, stay resolute on that that stuff. You know, for and for me, you know, I end up getting here to New York on uh on Sunday, and now just only that, I was able to like. You know, already make move. As soon as I touched down, you know, I had people pushing my artwork uh, to strangers, you know, who I didn't even know. And, you know, one guy I had just met, his name was Earl Sebastian. And uh, Earl Sebastian is um, Alicia Keys' uh, creative director, and he's done stuff with um, uh, Afropunk and then Pepsi. And so one thing he told me is this gratitude. And that's something that I'm going to take away uh, from this trip for New York is gratitude, you know, gratitude before anything else. You know, when you wake up in the morning, give gratitude because that what attracts more and stuff and just being mm -hmm. in gratitude. Yeah. Raises your frequencies. It's, exactly. 
Even when you feel like you don't have the energy to say thank you, find it. Exactly. You know, count your blessings. Because, you know, your situation may not be the worst situation at all. You know, because, like, it's so crazy, you know, the Hurricane Dorian hit Bahamas. And um, my cousin, he lives in the Abaco, Bahamas. And I haven't been able to get in touch with him and stuff. And so, after all those situations that were occurring in my life, you know, I just thought, like, you know, my cousin, he just lost his, his house or something, you know what I mean? And I don't have nobody to get in touch with him. And he has a daughter and stuff, you know. He has a, a mother that loves him. And I'm sitting here, like, you know, complaining because, you know, I got to fly out early, you know, I got a flat tire. But none of that stuff meant nothing, knowing that I have someone that I have to get in contact with. And that's why, you know, I always tell people, you know, count their blessings, you know. Find joy in your day because at the end of the day, you know, it always can be worse. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I know I was um, running it past everybody today. Um, if we could set up like some um, hurricane relief donation stations at homecoming, because we have so many students at Bethune Cookman who are directly from the Bahamas, have family um, who were directly affected by it. And there's so many supplies they need to rebuild, to rebuild and survive, you know? And it's just really something else, the way that we have to continuously rely on each other to come together. Because what, what other Caribbean island was it that was completely devastated and wiped out from the hurricane? Was it Bermuda? Wait, this one that just passed? No, 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 not this one that just passed. I think it was a couple of years ago. Was it Bermuda? No, I don't know. I, th- I think it was uh, Turks and Caicos. And then, uh, was it Turks and Caicos? And then la- I think last year was Puerto Rico. Last Puerto Rico, year, last I know. Year, Yeah, Puerto Rico, yes. But there was another Caribbean island that was completely destroyed. I know I Haiti was-, was completely destroyed at one point. That mm-hmm. was years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like we have to continuously rely on each other because the FEMA relief is it's not coming. Red Cross, not coming. Mm-hmm. And it's just like... They're thieves? Yeah. Yeah. Um, these people set up these foundations just to get tax write-offs, not to help people. And they're very, they're, they choose who they want to help. Because look at how the flooding in Houston happens. There are certain areas they haven't gone to. There were people who were just waiting on their roofs, waiting for relief, flagging down, relying on the, the, the kindness of neighbors. Wow. And it's just, it's really disgusting. I mean, it's a beautiful thing that we're able to come together and help ourselves, but... Notre Dame is burning down and people are over here trying to put the fire out themselves. Yeah. And what's so crazy about that is that... And donated, what, billions of dollars in a matter of less than 24 hours. But yet, that same amount of money could have resolved world hunger. It's crazy. I, I just never understand how, like, we tend to put attention on European, you know, history and stuff like that. And, you know, where there was, like... I think there was a, a, a situation going on at the same time as Notre Dame uh, in Sudan and stuff. And, like, there was no, like, media, you know, outlook on that. You know, it was just overlooked. And it's just mm-hmm. crazy how, like, people of color always get uh, overlooked when it comes to, like, um, what's that word I'm looking for? Um, events, whatever, you know, crucial events, mm-hmm. uh, catastrophes and stuff like that. And, this, and now we have the issue that's in, uh, in the Amazon where that's not really, you know, it's been getting pushed, you know, to the back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is weird because that affects every human being, Everybody. not just the people who live there. So them overlooking it really just destroys everyone. And then to find out that the fires are being set intentionally. The fires are being, is, is this real? Yeah. 
because because um, uh, as an indigenous tribe, they want a uh, a lawsuit against some mining company, uh, and so like that was like this past summer. So, you know, they you know, they said that they have went to Brazil and protesting saying that it's the companies that are starting these fires and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and the companies? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Major corporations. And it reminds you of the North Dakota pipeline and what they're doing, trying to wipe out indigenous people who have rights to that land. And it's all for selfish gain because what? You want to open up some more factories to continue pushing the agenda of capitalism? Capitalism directly works against bridging the racial wealth gap. It works directly against providing people with the information they need to sustain economic financial security, to sustain economic development, to to even have the resources for financial literacy and financial action plans. Like, are you that insecure about a power struggle that you have to kill someone else's family because you feel like your family's longevity is being threatened how much money do you you need need? why can you not distribute the wealth what this is this is selfish it makes no sense to me this is a uh this is egoism, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's crazy how history just continues to repeat itself mm-hmm. over and over, just in different ways. And you still don't learn from it? You're still thinking that you can do something different? You're literally killing. this. The world is doing what it needs to do to survive, to protect itself. Self, because yeah. right now there are too many people who are killing, killing it, it, not knowing what they're doing. I saw this documentary one time. I can't remember the name. God, I wish I did. But I saw that they were like cutting mountains, like cutting mountains. And um, it was like destroying all these ecosystems, like like very small ecosystems. But like long term, them doing that would like destroy bigger ecosystems. What the hell are you cutting mountains for? So I'm convinced. For, for resources, elements. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Like cutting. I, I didn't even know it was possible. There's something in that mountain that's you know going to be used for a way to like for capitalism. That's all it is. It's just like like even like when when they had the earthquakes in Haiti, all yeah, all those mining companies going to Haiti and take you know these lucrative uh, elements and stones and crystals you know out of it. And, and it's just you know there's resources in those mountains, just like there's resources like in the in the Congo that they have you know certain precious like metals and elements mm-hmm. that help you know create you know our cell phones our laptops our you know airplanes and stuff like that yeah so, so. that's true it has to come from somewhere right but 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 in the day it's like we are the problem yeah mm-hmm. you know what i mean we are yeah. it's kind of crazy like man humans are the cancer yeah that we hate that's why i think global warming is the, the earth is just doing that. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's a cleanse. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, a, it's a cleanse. I'm going to get these motherfuckers off Kenneth's. I'm yeah, going to get these can. motherfuckers off of me but, before why, they kill me. Why do you, you think they push in a, a space travel, you know, pushing to Mars and stuff like that? Because we all know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's a domino effect. One of my yeah. line sisters is going to Mars. You know what I mean? Seriously? Mm-hmm. You know... It's a, it's technology 
She got her ticket, Allows. girl. She got her ticket, what, girl. What kind of ticket is this? She got her ticket to Mars. She got her ticket to Mars. Wait, but can... I feel like... I'm Mars. I feel like spaceships... Seriously? I feel That's like... What it says. Spaceships and shit always blow up nah, out there. Nah. There's, there's been plenty of uh, rovers and stuff like that. And but to Mars? There's yeah. life on Mars. They're yeah. slowly trying to introduce it to us. Are you kidding me? How do I not know about this? I don't know, bro. Somebody really has to take it to Mars. Plenty of people. A lot yeah. of people. How expensive was this ticket? I don't know. I'm going to ask her, though, because I'm so curious about it. I'm very intrigued. I hope she don't die because yeah. she's a baby. Because, you know, it's crazy. This was my, my theory. Is she an astronaut? I'm sorry to... She ain't no astronaut. She just, she just a bitch with money who's going to Mars. <laughs> but I'm, I'm curious. This is my theory. I think that there was always life on Mars and that somehow... I think I think humans was probably originally on Mars and then and there was Seriously? like... Seriously? my theory. Okay. And then there was like a, like some type of, you know... Civil war. Civil war like or global warming. Mm-hmm. And then we just went, we came to Earth and, you know, started civilization again. That's, that's just like my theory mm-hmm. or whatever. Is Does your theory also include, like, maybe, like, did you ever expand it? Like, maybe we just keep moving from planet <laughs> to planet, that might, destroying might, each planet, getting closer to the sun, getting closer to the sun. That might, But when you think about it, that may be the case, you know, because, I mean? like, think about, like, why... Um, British, you know, came to America, you know, it was overpopulated, you know, taxes, you know, it was overcrowded and stuff like that, you know, disease, you know what I mean? And what they do, they, they left and then we went to go find new land mm-hmm. and, you know, and, you know, we, we create life and stuff, so. Hmm. There's like a, I hate to bring up Scientology, but I think that like within Scientology, they believe like human being, like human, some like humans landed here are like aliens mm-hmm. from like somewhere else, and like started doing all of this stuff here. That, that I don't think that's like that could be a possibility because you no, can't nothing as far fetched. Yeah, because you gotta think about it. We're not the only. We're not life, the only life, life in this universe. There's no possible. Hold on. This, this, is my, this, possible. this is my other theory. All these okay. planets Here and God go. only chose to populate life right. on one. One, please. Yeah. This is my other theory. I think that the human race was exiled from a different galaxy. <laughs> it had to have been. Because we're some assholes. Because <laughs> exactly, well, you got to think that we're so egotistically, we, we like power, greed and stuff like that. And then, we, you know, well... Africans, you know, blacks, white, we're not naturally violent as other cultures yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so what if it was like, you know, this group of different species came together or whatever, had the, you know, union and was like, okay, we're going to exile the humans from this galaxy because they fucking shit up over here or whatever. And so they sent us across the, to, you know, the other galaxy, the Milky Way, and now we are Earth. We had to restart over because you gotta think about this like if there's life or that why isn't that nobody's coming here because oh. we'll try that's the ghetto yeah <laughs> 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 you know what I mean like like oh I'm not really trying to go like, black like oh damn GPS rerouting because <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 we have like this thing about we have like 
if mankind was truly to focus on like develop, you know, advanced technology development, we will be already out there in space. But we spent so much money on bullshit, you know, on fucking war, uh, you know, stuff that has to do with classism and stuff like people buying houses with like thirty rooms. Like, why do you need thirty rooms? You know. Well, you know, why do you need like a three hundred, you know, a three hundred feet yacht? You know what I mean? So we we're we're wasting our resources. Like mm-hmm. if we truly want to like advance mankind, you know, we need to put that focus and energy on things that's gonna extend us. Right. Or whatever. You know, propel us into the future. And so this is why we're behind, you know, egoism. You know. Do you think there's hope? Of course. I think there's hope, but but this ties into self worth. Uh huh. You know, what I mean, do we know? Do we truly value ourselves enough to put the work in? No, I don't even think it's self. I feel like self worth is a part of the issue of people, the ego, just feeling like, oh my god, I am too worthy. I am too worthy, and not thinking about the other people around. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's community that is what we really need more than anything. Yeah. And just when I was thinking, I don't know how we're going to segue into the real topic. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but um, I'm going to have a, a commercial inserted here. <laughs> um, so the whole reason why I was inspired to introduce this topic is because I was doing what I usually do, winding my day down on Twitter, just looking for laughs. <laughs> And then an attack found me. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, well, damn, is this me? Well, at the end, we'll figure out if it is me or not. But okay. let's, just, let's just watch this video clip. You guys listen. And when the issue of intimacy initially came up, I almost laughed. I was like, oh, no, intimacy is something I deeply crave. Trust me, I have no commitment issues. And then she was like, oh, really? Well, do any of these sound like you? Dismissing someone on the first date because of no chemistry, sleeping with someone too soon, feeling bored when the other person does everything right, being nitpicky about small things, feeling intensely about the other person right away and therefore projecting onto them, and choosing unavailable men. Uh, you know, maybe maybe like one of those. And these specific symptoms of being afraid of intimacy usually stems from... You guessed it, children, a lack of self-worth. When someone is treating us nicely and things are going well, to the person with no self-worth, it feels unfamiliar and strange. Pain is what we know. Abandonment is what we know. Longing, tension, anxiety. Those are all of our feelings associated with love. Not things being easy, flowing, and joyful. No, I'm not suffering. I'm clearly not in love. And if you, like me, feel personally attacked by these six signs, know that love does not feel like we think it should because our associations are wrong. (laughs) What do you guys think about that video? It was, you know, head on. It's like, um, head on. Yeah. I think, I think sometimes, like, some people come from a, a house of love, and some people don't come from a house of love. And so there's a assumption that they think they know what love is and stuff like that. So if, like, there's no arguing or no conflict or no friction and stuff or... 
you know, fight in a way. They think that person doesn't love them enough, you know, because the person's not fighting for them, you know, and that's because that person comes from a, a disruptive uh, home. Yeah, or, trauma or, is and, romanticized to exactly, to love. Exactly, which is like crazy to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so it's just that, you know, they just so used to that cycle, you know? And it's, it's crazy because, like, you know, I think, like, growing up or whatever, you know, growing up around the man that I grew up around, uh, um, I was intru- introduced to, like, a negative outlook on, on, on dating and stuff like that, like, you know, I always talked about, you know, you have to, you have to be like the ladies' man. You have to be, um, you know, like being promiscuous was like looked up to, you know, in our community and stuff like that or whatever. And then it was not until like, you know, I got around like a, like one of my mentors who told me, you know, like, you know, that's wrong and stuff like that. You know, like you don't want to uh, put yourself out there like that. You know, you want to have a sense of self-worth, you know, because like when you... When you, when you put yourself out out there like that, now your value goes down and stuff. So, so yeah. Good. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> that was me. I was stuck for a week. It took going home to North Carolina and driving on the highway, being alone with my thoughts. To realize, because at first when I watched the video, I felt attacked and I'm just like, damn. But it's like, I've always imagined myself as being this very confident person who is aware of herself. And then something else, um, another message from the universe found me and said, um, you know, I have the screenshot. It was amazing. I can't even paraphrase it. I have to read it. Um, But it was reiterating that that message of we're already born knowing everything we're supposed to and finding yourself is not really how it works. You are in a $10 bill and last winter's coat pocket, you are also not lost. Your true self is right there, buried under cultural conditioning, other people's opinions, and inaccurate conclusions you drew as a kid Mm -hmm. that became your beliefs about who you are. Mm-hmm. Finding yourself is actually returning to yourself yes. yeah. and unlearning an excavation, a remembering of who you were before the world got its hands on you. And that's a quote from Emily McDowell. When that message found me at 3.33 p.m. and I happened to read it at 3.33 a.m., mm-hmm. I said, thank God for alignment. Thank you for returning me back to myself. Thank you. For the excavation, you know, because it's like for so long, I used to preach to others, you're already born with everything you need to know. It's up to you to condition yourself enough to value and love yourself enough to hold on to who you are and who you want to be and be consistent in remaining that person or evolving and growing into the best version of yourself. That's the only thing that I feel like we as people should be worried about not how many cars can I get how much of my net worth can I grow how much generational wealth can I leave behind for my family this is a, it is a point wealth is knowledge of the mind mm-hmm. that's how I measure my wealth that's how I measure my success how mm-hmm. happy am I how much peace do I have how much energy do I have to spend knowledge yourself. that's my transaction knowledge yourself mm-hmm. yes and mm-hmm. mine is also 
how do people feel around me? Like, mm-hmm. how am I raising the vibrations of people around me? Yeah. That's wealth to me. The more people I can do that with, the more wealthy I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like, um, like I said, it's always bigger than you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, if you're not making somebody life better, or we know, you should make at least one person life better. You know what I mean? Because you never know what that, what that does for that person. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That video, it attacked me. It had me feeling like garbage. I'm just like, damn, do I do this, this, that, and the third? Hold on, I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. So when you felt attacked, like, what was your next solution? Like, did you place yourself in... in my next stuff? solution was to undo those negative thoughts about myself. Because I'm like, yes, I feel attacked. And feeling attacked is not a positive feeling. Now, how do I un- how do I undo my subconscious voice from making me feel like this was spot on? This is who and how I am. Because my inner voice was actually shouting and saying, we don't agree with this video. Don't allow this video to try to convince you just because 18,000 other people on Twitter agreed with it. That doesn't mean that you have to. Take what lesson can you learn from this tidbit? And the lesson was, sometimes I don't make the best decisions for myself and I do allow other people to tell me more about myself. And it's just like, why am I allowing people to do that? Don't nobody know me better than I know myself. Mm -hmm. I don't care how I made you feel in that instance if you were wrong yeah. about your perception of me. I don't care how you feel if your feelings about me are inaccurate just because your feelings are hurt because I told you the truth. Mm-hmm. So don't don't tell a lie about me because I told the truth about you. Yeah. Who said that? Kendrick. <laughs> don't tell a lie on me and I won't tell a lie on you. Hearing that, my... um. My solution is finding out why. Why am I whatever that first dagger was? <laughs> like, what, like, where does it come from? Like, yeah. what is it? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, because when you start, like, questioning yourself and creating awareness of how you feel, it's, it's basically um, emotional intelligence, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because that's, like, the beauty, that's, like, the first beauty of like enlightenment where when you start to understand how you feel or how you react to certain situations and stuff you know things of that sort and um, coming up with solutions you know now you're like in this whole new wave of frequency and stuff which is gonna you know help you uh, evolve attract opportunity attract opportunity mm-hmm. and, and evolve into to your to your higher self mm-hmm. and stuff so that's good that you identify that and and came up with solutions because mm-hmm. most people like you know they find that to be um how you say it they find it to be offensive because you know like it, like you said you, you came to agreement with yourself mm-hmm. and you didn't you know you felt attacked you was like okay well there i can do something about this mm-hmm. i'd rather you know stand 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 still not doing anything about it you know now you're taking a, a proactive role instead of being reactive mm-hmm. because now because like because you're being proactive you're facing the situation and, you, and next time an event comes you're not being reactive and you're not repeating that cycle right. and that's the issue that, that we have in society where we're so reactive to things and we just continuous to repeat the, these cycles that always come up come up mm-hmm. and, stuff. and you know how we don't repeat the cycles by being firm about what we deserve you yeah. have to set those boundaries. And when you set the boundaries, you have to yourself respect those boundaries and honor them 
and make sure that the people around you honor those boundaries as well or else you'll find yourself off track and feeling lost as if you need to find direction we're not lost Mm-mm. we're just distracted so and, that, and, that, and it ties into this right here it's like mm-hmm. uh like know your story and how it affects you yeah you know and this is like something that came across i guess that would be like the why yeah, yeah. And this is something I came across as a meme that I came across about four areas of emotional intelligence. And so the first one is self-awareness because we're talking about self-worth. And so the first one is know your story and how it affects you. And the second one was like make peace with your past. And the third one was uh, know your beliefs, your emotions, and your behavior patterns. And so this is what we're talking about, the, the cycles. Like, okay, is it, does this cycle always happen? You know, what can I do to change the cycle? Can I end the cycle? And also know your relationship, your, your uh, relationship patterns, and that's just something that you discuss. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. about um, like how do I feel around people, and how do people feel around me, mm-hmm. and stuff. So yeah. Someone told me recently, find a make a home within yourself, and you won't be feeling lost all the time. You wanna know something crazy? You remember I hit you up and I was like, oh, I told you about the dream I had mm-hmm. about you. And I was like, I always have dreams that mean something. Mm-hmm. Last night, my dream, um, Trey, and I texted him and I said that to him, like, yo, you was in my dream. I've been dreaming people all the time. So like, and we're in my dream, we're having a conversation about family. And the conversation is about like, but who values you? And it's crazy to me that this is coming up now because the dream was like who is family what is family to you and like what makes you determine that and i guess like like you're saying like um our worth like depending on our worth and the boundaries then we'll really see who family is yeah and the relationships that you know Mm -hmm. we deserve and a lot of people complain about people being selfish but Everything starts with self. And if your complaint is that I'm not doing enough for you, who's really selfish? Mm -hmm. I have to do all that I can for myself first in order to even be in a position to do anything for anyone else. So that's why, like, um, (laughs) I have a song that responded to uh, one of my stories because I was like, work hard now, apologize for the distance later. And that's not always physical work. Work hard on yourself first and apologize for being distant later. Because even this weekend, my family got on me because they were just like, we live in the same state and we don't get to see you. Like, you isolate yourself. And I wanted to combat it. I really did. But I was like, damn, they're right. Mm-hmm. So I got my butt up as soon as I got back to New York that morning, yesterday morning. And I went up to the Bronx to see my family, spent the night with them. We hung out. We talked. We're going out again later this month. Like, we're in the same state. We can't make excuses, you know? Mm-hmm. And as much as we want to bury ourselves thinking that, oh, I'm grinding, I'm grinding. Are you? You're isolating yourself. And sometimes it's impossible to grow tall without having the support. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. That is true. You need support. You can't isolate yourself, which is why, like, sometimes it's like, and I'm really hard on myself, too. Like, when I know I said I'm going to do something for someone, it's like there are just times where I can't do anything for myself. Yeah. And it's okay to... To admit that to yourself sometimes, like, all right, you're taking a break, but you're not going to quit. You're not mm-hmm. going to stop. You know, you're just taking a stop. You, you you stop to get some gas, just like a road trip. You're just stopping to get some gas right now. But once you gas up, 
it's on go. It's on go. But it's all about balance and learning when to say no. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hella learning how to say no. It's not for me to know how to do everything and to assume responsibility for everything just because I trust myself more than I trust other people in getting it done. What are relationships without trust? I have to trust other people to help me. Mm-hmm. Especially when my main complaint is, don't nobody help me. <laughs> so it's like, I'm hurting myself. I'm standing in my own way. Yeah. And now that I'm learning to do all those things and honor those things I'm learning, it just feels like a big sigh of relief. Like, wow, look at all this time. I have to do other things that matter. Talking to uh, my line sister, Kim, she has this app called um, Classic Girls. And on the app, they send out um, daily messages. And she gets so much support from that company. I'm extremely proud of her. And today's daily message um, was speaking directly to not having time. Not having time to waste on others that are not conducive for you. You have to make room for the people who want to see you grow. Don't be so tied up in the people who are no longer there when you have time with the people who want to be there. Be so focused on your growth and aligning with your purpose that you don't have any time to entertain anything that doesn't add to it. Mm -hmm. Like, damn. Damn. (laughs) Damn, son, where'd you find this? Like, damn. Any last words on self-worth and value? Because I feel like we've given the people more than enough to get through today. (laughs) Self-worth, I don't think it's general. I feel like everybody has to have, like, their own definition for themselves and their own journeys and their pasts and all of that. And no one else can determine your self-worth for you. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. Measure it how you measure it and Mm -hmm. keep pushing. And be firm in what you deserve. If you truly believe that you're making the best decisions for yourself, don't try to appease other people. Because at the end of the day, when your back is against the wall and you don't know what to do, who do you have first? Yourself. Yeah. Sana, anything else you'd like to say? Dun dun dun. <laughs> no. Do for self, you know. There's no there's no room in the closet, so um I mean there's no room in a in a casket, that's what I wanna say. Mm-hmm. You know, so you gotta do for self, you know, even if it makes other people upset, it's all about your happiness first. Because mm-hmm. if you're not happy, then Mm-hmm. How can people be happy for you? Mm-hmm. And you have to understand that those people who are not happy for your success and they don't understand when you have to take time to be better for yourself, that's a red flag. Leave those people immediately. Mm-hmm. I don't, and it does not matter who it is. It does not matter who it is. We are born in this life alone with the assistance of others. <laughs> but everybody ain't meant to stay. Mm-hmm. And you have to understand that. You have to understand that it doesn't matter who it is. Everybody's not meant to stay, especially if they don't want to. They don't want to play the role that they're assigned. Everyone, all the world's a stage, and it's men and women merely players. 
Okay, Shakespeare. That's my favorite. <laughs> that is my favorite. As you like it. As you like it. Well, if that's all we have to say today, thank you all for listening to another episode of I Don't Know Either, the podcast, period. <laughs> um, please don't forget to like, share, comment, subscribe. Let a motherfucker know. We will be back next week with another episode. Then we'll be back next week. Next week. With another episode. Episode. And I would jump the gun and make a really exciting announcement, but I'm going to relax. So um, if you're in the New York area, if you're in New York, if you want to take a trip up at the last minute, please do support Songless Art Show September 6th to September 8th. All of the information will be in the description box as well as online. Don't forget to follow L-A-M-F-K on Instagram. Um, also, the art show is at the uh, Brooklyn Beer Garden. Brooklyn Beer Garden. Yeah, Brooklyn oh, Beer okay. Garden. Yeah. September 6th to 8th. Yep. Every day they're from 5 to midnight? Uh, so, no. So, Friday is going to be 5 to midnight. Then, Saturday is going to be from noon to midnight. And then, uh, Sunday is from noon to, to 8. So, All right. so, Friday, I won't be there at 5. I'll probably be coming around 6 o'clock and stuff. So, Good to know. <laughs> Good to know. Show up looking around like, what? Where is he? So, yeah. I got, I, got, I got another art show I want to attend before I go to Mars. I like that. I like that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, self-worth. Thank you all for listening to yet another episode. Shit, we about to turn this AC back on. <laughs> what hot as hell, bro?